God created you to live a big and meaningful life. Too often we settle for lives of comfort and mediocrity, and we try to ignore the ache deep within that's longing for more. My name is Kevin Scoggin, and I am on a mission to equip, inspire, and challenge you to move beyond your comfort zone and into the life God created you for. Hello, everybody, and welcome to episode number two of the Move Beyond podcast. My name is Kevin Scoggin, and I'm your host, and super honored that you are spending time listening today. If you are a first-time listener, we have a very simple mission here, and that is to equip, inspire, and challenge you to move beyond your comfort zone and into the life God created you for. And I'm, I'm just convinced, and you know this if you listen to the first podcast, that um, in order to experience the life uh, that's available to us, to walk in our purpose, our calling, our assignment, like whatever word and language you want to use for kind of that idea, um, I think it always requires us to move beyond our comfort zone. As I reflect on my own life, every single time I've gone uh, to the next level and, and really felt like I've stepped into um, kind of another dimension of God's calling on my life, it always, always, always required me to move beyond my comfort zone. And I think we live in a, a culture in, 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 in a day and age where um, we have what I would call a comfort crisis, right? Like our lives are completely structured to avoid discomfort at all costs. And I, I don't think there's anything wrong with comforts um, like free two-day Amazon shipping and air conditioning and stuff like that. So, so don't misunderstand me. But when it begins to become a mentality and we then avoid doing uncomfortable things that really would actually unlock what God has for us, then that, that's where it becomes a problem, right? And so the goal with the podcast, the goal with the ebook, the goal with, with this movement here is really just to be your champion, your cheerleader in your corner, cheering you on to move beyond your comfort zone and whatever that next thing is for you, right? Maybe it's uh, something God's inviting you to in your marriage. Maybe it's something God's inviting you to in your business, in your financing finances, in your relationship with your kids, right? Like, um, and it may seem big or small, it doesn't matter. Uh, in my opinion, anytime we move beyond our comfort zone is uh, in, in pursuit of something that the Lord has called us to, that's something to be celebrated, that's something to be championed. So before I uh, introduce you to today's guest and talk a little bit about that, uh, I would like to uh, make a simple request to you guys, and I, I need your help. In order to make this show possible, I need your help in two ways. Uh, number one, if if you or someone you know has a um, a story that you think needs to, to be shared on this show in the form of an interview, um, I, I would love for you to, to recommend them to be a guest on the show. I have a number of guests in mind, obviously, but my list is a little limited, and so I'm going to be depending on you guys to, um, to connect me with individuals who are living big, meaningful lives uh, because they chose to move beyond their comfort zone. So that's the first thing. Second thing is if you have a move beyond story, so if this podcast, if the content that we're putting out here has inspired or challenged you in any way to move beyond your comfort zone, again, it could be big or small, um, I, I want to hear your story. 
And, um, and I want to share it uh, on future podcast episodes, on, on future YouTube episodes, uh, because to me, there's nothing more encouraging than hearing other people's stories, right? Other people's testimonies. So you can accomplish both of those things by going to kevinscoggin.com forward slash help. That's kevinscoggin.com forward slash help. There's a couple different forms there that you could fill out, uh, but that would mean the world to me, and I would love to hear your story and share it on a future episode. All right, well, today uh, I'm going to be introducing you to a friend of mine named Larry Hutchison. Uh, He is a pastor and um, just recently wrote a book. Uh, The the name of the book is called Going Against the Current, which I just love. It's It's in some ways a similar message of, of this kind of uh, idea of moving beyond our comfort zone. But I got to sit down with Larry and just hear a little bit about his story and hear um, some of his own move beyond moments when the Lord came to him and, and invited him into something that felt a little bit over his head, a little bit beyond maybe his current abilities or his current understanding, and yet he chose to move beyond, and it really unlocked some powerful things in his life. So I'm excited to introduce you to Larry Hutchison. Let's go ahead and jump into the conversation. Larry, thank you so much for being on the show today. Thank you. Hey, why don't you start, Larry, by taking a couple minutes, just tell the audience a little bit about who you are and what you do, and then from there, we'll jump into your story. Absolutely. Um, My name is Larry Hutchison, and I've been a minister for about 20 years, Uh, pastor at Powerhouse Church and more, been here about the last 16 years. So I was called to ministry when I was pretty young, about 16 years old, and so all, all has been going well, and and uh, it's been an adventure and excitement and, uh, you know, I've been married for going on 29 years to my wife and I got three daughters. And so live a pretty normal life when it comes to like family <laughs> and activities and raising kids and all that kind of stuff. But finally, I'm an empty nester. All my kids are living their own life, going wow. after their dreams. And me and my wife find out that we're even more busy <laughs> just you know, <laughs> following God and just doing what God's asked us to do. And so she just started her own brokerage, and so that's what kept her busy. And I passed her, also a realtor, and so just doing doing those things as well, manage apartments. So, so yeah, it's it's been awesome. I love doing it all for God, and 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 find His adventure in all of it. Awesome, yeah. It sounds like you guys have full plates for sure. Um, well, I want to I want to explore your story, and then you know at the end of the conversation, I want to talk a little bit about the book that you just released that I'm really excited to talk about. But I, I want to explore uh, a move beyond moment in your life, Larry, where you really felt like, okay, Lord, this is where I sense you're calling me. I don't know how it's going to look. I don't know what's going to happen, but but I'm going to follow you out of my comfort zone. And so I'd love for you just to kind of take us into that a little bit and, and ultimately, you know, what you discovered about yourself in that process and what you discovered about God in that process. Well, one of the things about five years ago, I had a lady come to me and she she shared with me that she felt that God wanted her to tell me that I would, um, you know, my daughter, when she my daughter graduates high school, which that year she was going to be graduating, that God was going to have me start um um, investing in Africa or go to Africa or being involved in Africa. And I was like, I don't have any idea. I don't even know anybody. <laughs> no, that's interesting. 
And then she said, and you're going to start doing crusades around the world or around the United States and different stadiums. And so I kind of knew, knew that God had called me to do that. And so, so I, I started that adventure and, um, and when my daughter graduated, I ended Rwanda on a uh, pastor's retreat and got to minister to several hundred pastors throughout, you know, a five, six day span. Something that was really interesting about it was like March 19, 2019, um, when the tires hit the, uh, you know, Rwanda of the airplane, I heard the Lord say, you know, it starts. And I, I kind of understood that that meant that, you know, even though your daughter hadn't graduated high school yet, which was coming up in May, that the process was starting, the journey was starting, and it was kind of my introduction to what I was going to be doing in, in Africa. And so, uh, you know, through 2020 or finishing up in 2019, I ended up coming back to uh, Rwanda or excuse me, not Rwanda, but um, Angola, Africa, as well as South Africa and, and, and had some business adventures in that direction. And God had started coming to me with different challenges to invest in different things that they were this company was doing there. And I kind of talk a little bit about my book that have my proceeds goes to these projects that I'm doing in Africa. Right now, we have five million acres in Angola that we have access for agriculture stuff that we already wow. have coffee there. And so it's it's kind of like that was a big, huge adventure that's kind of built over these last two or three years. But one of the things that I probably answer your question is in 2022, God began to come to me and wanted me to pray the civic prayer. And I'd read a book way back, you might have even heard of it, called um, The Prayer of Jabez. And mm -hmm. it, it was a book back in like 2000. I'd read it back then. It's a small read. And uh, so I started, you know, that book and 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 read it, read some of the other authors. So uh, just real quick, it's just a four-part four prayer, but it just says, Lord, bless me indeed broaden my territories. Let your hands be with me and keep me from evil so I don't cause pain. And I was like, okay, this is cool. Like, you know, I, I don't mind being blessed indeed. You know, it's kind of like, you know, you're asking God to open up the windows of heaven. And and uh, and so then I started realizing that that meant responsibility. That really meant that he was mm -hmm. going to start bringing things into my life that was going to require discipline. Um, my play was going to be a little bit more full. And then, um, then I started saying broad my territories, which meant that other opportunities were going to come and, and it was going to expand me and it was going to push me. It was going to take me maybe beyond what I, I was ready for. And so I had to really listen and walk, walk with God. But that third part of the prayer was something that I kept praying over and over. And I was like, Lord, I need your hand be with me. Like, I cannot do this <laughs> by myself. Like, I see how little I am. And what you're requiring of me to do. And then you realize that if you think you're great, then all of a sudden you could really fall. And so I started realizing like, okay, you know, let me do this for you. And he really began to determine in my heart, like, are you doing this for me? Are you following me? Are you doing this because you love me? Are you doing this because you're building something for you? And so it was something I had to evaluate kind of on a day-to-day -day basis. So I started praying that prayer in, in 2020 um to January just like it was like a new year's resolution I'm going to start praying this prayer and the Lord also brought along in that prayer he just said you're going to prop you're going to have more money go through your hands 
and uh, that you you've never had, and and I needed to go to the right locations. And I I kind of was like, well, I'd rather just stick in my hands, but you know, <laughs> it's like. Uh, you know, I kind of have a philosophy with the Lord, and it's kind of the way I was raised that that I worked to, to be a blessing and 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 find ways to find how I can be a blessing to others. And so when God kind of gave me this this responsibility, like I'm going to bring these resources and I'm going to do these things, it was like, okay, I want to see how good your stewardship. Like, are you mm. faithful? Are you truthful? And and I think sometimes when we think about a task, we we always want to just have success but for me it was a little bit more it was like determining my heart it was like making sure my motives were good making sure that I was doing everything for God and and when I woke up that morning so March 1st we like had a car go through a sanctuary it was kind of a nine o'clock in the night phone call from the police station saying that somebody went through your church and I was like well what did they take well, you're not quite understanding, like, like went through your church with their vehicle. I was oh like, wow, that's, that's interesting. So we literally went down there took pictures and, and the cars halfway through the church, it hit our stage and it completely destroyed an entire church. And so we're kind of thinking, all right, what do we do here? And so we had to go through the insurance process. And so now these resources were coming in as like, okay, I need you to fix it up the way I want you to fix it up. I need you to do what I need you to do. And I need you to use those resources for what I'm asking you to use it. And so I was like, okay. So I started kind of on this journey of walking by faith and, and God kind of was stretching me through that and, and still was a realtor, still a pastor, still, you know, managing apartments. And now I'm remodeling my church and I'm like, okay, Lord, that's, that's four things, you know, like, <laughs> like I'm balancing them all of them. So that prayer, that third part prayer came into a, a big play. Like I need you to let your hands be with me in this. Lord. Yes. Wow. You know, so, one thing I want to emphasize about what you're saying, Larry, which you didn't say this specifically, but it's very evident. I think when, when, when we talk about moving outside our comfort zone, stepping into our purpose, our, our calling, our assignment, I think what's required of that is intimacy with the Lord, right? And you didn't say that specifically, but you mentioned multiple times, you know, you having that conversation with the Lord. And I think that's that would be one thing I want to challenge our viewers with of, you know, if if you're longing to step into your purpose, you know that God created you for more, you're feeling that ache, you're feeling that desire. I think it starts with intimacy, right? It starts with that like connection with him so that you can hear uh, him kind of drawing you out beyond your comfort zone, right? Yeah, yeah. Well, so the I love that. First incident was not something that he drew me out. It just like came. <laughs> it was like there's a wreck, and now it's time to uh, fix everything back up. Mm-hmm. But you know, e- even in that, like re- uh, recognizing like your willingness to continue to say yes, your willingness to partner with him. Um, so I love that, you know, through this process later, what would you say were some things that you discovered about God? And what would you say were some things that you discovered specifically about yourself as you're kind of navigating to me, it almost sounds like this expansion that God was inviting you into. That was maybe a little bit uncomfortable, maybe a little bit challenging. Um, so what were some things that you discovered about yourself and about God throughout this process? Probably the greatest thing I learned about God is how much he loves us. It it showed me that like living your life for yourself is 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 the opposite of what God really wants us to do. Mm-hmm. Like His passion is to allow us to change the world. Mm-hmm. And when I realized that He was like moving me and stretching me, it wasn't about necessarily even stretching me or or moving me 
personally, it was about his love for others. It was about him wanting to impact people, make a difference in people. And so the journey kind of starts out like first we're, we're being evaluated. And then, you know, when God had to come to me in, in like July to write a book. Hey guys, I wanted to interrupt the conversation for a quick minute and invite you to download my free ebook, Made to Make It, Three Must-Have Mindsets to Discovering the Life God Created You For. And this book was really birthed out of one of my rock-bottom moments about six and a half years ago when I was on the verge of failing as a real estate agent. And I kind of walk you through that process and share with you the three mindsets that ultimately moved me beyond my comfort zone and changed everything for us as a family. I'm confident this book will be a blessing to you. You can download it for free at kevinscoggin.com forward slash made to make it. Let's get back to the show. I was like, man, Lord, like, I don't even know, like, okay. And it was kind of the selfish prayer, like, okay, God brings somebody along that's going to write this book for me. Like, <laughs> no, that's, that's going to happen. So I got to set up my wife. She's like, well, I know an author coach. Once she said, I went there and asked her what the process is. And so, you know, I started that journey, but it wasn't, you know, I learned that it wasn't about me. Mm -hmm. It wasn't about stretching me. It wasn't about moving me. It was about God's love to show people how much he really cares, how much mm -hmm. he really loves others mm -hmm. and how he wanted me to love others. And and making sure that that was one of the things he showed me is like evaluate your heart continually because that's going to be the impact that you're going to make. It's not so much mm -hmm. that you wrote a book or the message you preach on Sunday or, or, you know, you did something nice for somebody. It's like, it's the heart in which you do it. It's the desire mm -hmm. that you're doing it for God and, and God is wanting to make uh, different things begin to happen. And he began to talk to me in a different way than I've ever encountered and it almost made me feel very uncomfortable because, you know, I grew up without a father. And so I had a father figure in my life, but not really a father. My dad, my real father, I didn't live with and had a stepfather, but just never grew up with a father figure. So I kind of accepted God as my father. And he, he started saying stuff to me like, I want to make you great. And I was like, okay, Lord, that just sounds like that's from the enemy. Like, that doesn't sound like it's from right, you. Right, right. Like, you know, why are you, what are you talking about? And I said, I need you to show me biblically what you're talking about. And he said, well, what did I do to Abraham? I told him, I want to make you great. Yeah. I want to draw you out. I want you to walk out from where you're at, from your people, you know, and I want you to go on this adventure. I want you to go on this journey, but it's not your greatness. It's my greatness coming through you. Mm -hmm. It's my purpose coming through you. It's my mm -hmm. plan coming through you. So it's not really so much about me and me being great. It's about his greatness, mm -hmm. his, his vision coming through my life and me willing to let him do that. And so when I was saying, okay, Lord, you know, that's it, that I can accept that. And then it was like, I, I had to sit down and tell my wife that she's like, okay, that's interesting. Like, you know, like, you know what? I wouldn't go around telling everybody that right right and at first it was it was kind of strange but then I, I preached a message on it and I was like you know I came to a conclusion that I had to accept God's plan for my life mm -hmm. like him wanting greatness to come through me I had to say it out of my, my mouth I had to allow myself to say I'm okay 
with God coming through my life and greatness. It was like I opened that door in the beginning of January 2022, and it was almost like now he was saying, now I want to do this. Are you willing to let me? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And and so I think that's a beautiful picture of knowing God, knowing his his relationship with us, that he wants good things in our life. Right. He wants to impact us. But he doesn't want us to be selfish. He want he don't want us to be arrogant. He don't want us to be self centered. So if he brings greatness, what are we going to do with it? Mm-hmm. But that was the thing that I learned about God's heart is that he wants to do everything and anything for me and and other people. I would hear how much he loved so many other people and how much he wanted to to change them and heal them and transform them. But because of our own faults and our own the way we look at ourselves, we we don't believe that God's that way. Mm-hmm. Or maybe like we build our faith off our own circumstances rather than building our faith through the word. It's good. It's really good. I love that. So Larry, what would be your encouragement to someone who's maybe listening to this, they're watching it, and, and they've maybe had this thing on their heart or in their mind, this... Um, you know, something that they maybe feel the Lord is is inviting them into, but uh, it feels scary. It feels uncomfortable. It feels maybe outside of their known ability to accomplish, right? What would be uh, your encouragement to them to kind of help move them beyond their comfort zone? Well, this is the visual that I saw when God started giving me, you know, a visual of what It was so far that I couldn't really see it. But as I opened my heart to it, I noticed that through time it came closer and closer and closer to, you know, a, of him revealing it to me step by step. And I think that that's the challenge is, is when you say yes, now you're opening your heart to say, okay, God, win, because <laughs> we're all ready to jump. Right. You know, we're like, okay, you know, let's do this. But maybe we got to look at it, the financial situation somewhere, somewhere have to look at, you know, where do I start? Where do I go? If God's given it to you, he'll give you the steps. He'll give mm-hmm. you the outline. And that's the thing that I've learned is that God's not going to just give me something and then not equip me or give me guidance or give me direction through that process. Mm-hmm. So that, that was impactful for me. And so as I, I, you know, going all the way back five years ago, I can see things getting closer. I can see it in my my spirit moving closer to what God is wanting to bring. Mm-hmm. And I can also say I have nothing physically like, oh, this is this is why it's going to happen. But it's a step of faith and it's in right. that right timing and purpose. So I think the challenge is, is just say yes to God. Mm-hmm. And then let him kind of walk you through that process mm-hmm. and be willing for it to be difficult, be mm-hmm. willing for it to be hard, but be willing to walk with him through it. And he will, he will always come through. He won't leave you out there. He won't forsake you. He won't mm-hmm. leave you stranded. He's going to give you the wisdom. He's going to give you the understanding. So when you have something on your heart, you have to know that it's God and you got to know that he's put in your heart and you can go out and you can move. It's kind of like a scripture in the Bible where it talks about that when they went, you know, stepped into the waters and they went ankle deep and mm-hmm. then they went knee and then they went waist deep. And then as they further, furthered out, now they were swimming. Mm-hmm. And I think that nobody just jumps out there and starts swimming. Like we <laughs> have to kind of like take the steps, each journey, each path, each plan. Mm-hmm. 
but eventually we'll get out there where now we're not standing around two feet. And I think that's a great demonstration of what I, I think that you're asking is now I'm being directed by God and, and maybe the winds and the waves and everything is shifting me in different directions. And it's a challenge, but it's it's a growth. And I can mm -hmm. tell you that that growth process is 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 probably one of the greatest things like we pay hundreds of thousands of dollars to get a college education to grow and learn and develop and mature. But when you're doing this for God, you it's almost <laughs> like you don't want to do it, but it's benefited. Yes. Look back and you go, wow, I, I remember when I I um I kind of share a funny story with you. So as I was adventuring about five years ago to start doing some of the things that God told me to do, me and Shalene was in San Diego in a training. And uh, we were on the, at this resort and we were in this beautiful setting and the ocean's like not even like 25, 30 feet from me. And I'm in this hot tub and wait for Shalene to come out. We're supposed to be going to get some massages. And, you know, it was right before all our training. And I was the most miserable person in the world. Like I was sitting in the most beautiful spot. <laughs> I was not there. Like I was, what am I doing? Am I mm -hmm. crazy? Like, why are you doing this? Like, you know, you should not be doing this. Like mm -hmm. you're spending this money to get this training, to do this and this and this. And it was something God was telling us to do. And, and about three months later, we were in the exact same spot going, you know, I was in the hot tub and God brought all that back to me. And he said, remember how miserable you was? And I said, oh man, he said, now you're not. It was like over those three months wow. of growth, there was a settling in my spirit where I could kind of see the direction. So expect there to be a time that you're going to be nervous and you're mm -hmm. not going to understand everything, but it's a step of faith and it's, it's getting ankle deep, knee deep, waist deep. And then trusting that process. So good, Larry. I, I even think like what comes to mind for me is I think like not assuming that just because something's uncomfortable or hard that it's not from God, right? I think sometimes as believers, I remember as a new real estate agent, so in over my head, no idea what I'm doing, super uncomfortable. And 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 I, I recognize this piece of me that wanted to just be like, well, maybe this actually wasn't from God, right? Because it was so uncomfortable. Uh, and so I kind of hear you, you even saying that of like, hey, there may be this season where you're a little bit discombobulated inside, like you're trying to, you know, find your feet, so to speak. And so I, I can relate for sure. I remember thinking like, all right, was this really you, God? Because this is like way more uncomfortable than I thought it was going to be. Absolutely. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so, well, hey, let's talk a little bit. So you just wrote a book. Um, uh, let's talk a little bit about that and yeah. kind of the heart uh, behind that and and would love to hear your thoughts on it. So. One of the things I talked about in the book um, was it's it's really the, the passion behind it is to help people on their journey. Um, I want people to understand that there is a plan that God has for their life. And if we're not on the plan and, and maybe bad things happen, we kind of we have a tendency to get angry at God because somebody left us or somebody rejected us or you're going through a divorce or you're you're just you're you're over your head or there's just too much you know, you know things to do and not enough time to do it and we're kind of going with the current we're just almost making each step like okay and we kind of forget why we're waking up or almost forget why we're living life you know 
we we've been we're married to this person we're barely having time to do this and that and we kind of forget like god has a plan Mm-hmm. And we, we need to find that plan. Like we need to search for that plan. And uh, one of the things that I wrote in the book, and I had a friend of mine that, that read it within a couple of days. And he said, you know, what I got out of the book was that when God gives you a promise, it probably means it's going to be hard. It's not going <laughs> to be easy. And I said, yeah, I guess you could definitely say that. I don't think I actually probably put that into words, but he's like, <laughs> If once you get this promise, you just guarantee that it's not going to be easy. Because when I was in my early 20s and God gave me certain things to do, I was like, ah, oh, this is going to be easy. God told me to do, you know, like, mm-hmm. of course, it's going to help me. Yeah. And then I was like, man, this is like, and I kind of learned with that process that God was trying to say, I'm trying to get some things into you and mm-hmm. I've got to make some things difficult. And we want life to be easy. Like everybody would like to have enough money, have everything they want everything perfect but we wouldn't really grow we really wouldn't mm-hmm. learn much if we just had everything kind of handed to us like if we had a rich daddy over here that just said here you go this is all you need <laughs> when you run out get, you know call me up you just wouldn't experience life you wouldn't right. learn how to kind of trust god and what i want people to realize is, is don't have faith in your job don't have mm-hmm. faith in politics don't have faith in in the world don't have faith in a president don't have faith in even your church or, or your pastor have faith in god Mm-hmm. because people are going to fail you. Right. And um, and so when we start realizing that we as a, as a body can change the world through our faith, through our operation, like I think when the church finally comes powerful enough to do what it's called to do, we're going to be able to change the world. It's not going to be politics. It's not going to be all these other things that we have pursued. It's going to be God working through us and impacting mm-hmm. us, making a difference right where we're at, what we're doing. And we're, and we're not to pretend like bad things aren't happening around us. They are, you know, mm-hmm. and some people are in some of the worst case situations in their life and they can't see the light. Mm-hmm. Like there's just this dark tunnel that they see that they don't see any way out. But I want them to know that God sees them, that mm-hmm. God knows exactly where they're at, that they're not in this, you know, terrible place that they can't go to God and say, Lord, get me out of the situation. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. And watch him go to work. Watch mm-hmm. him because God's not going to bust down the door and say, okay, I'm here to save you. Like you have <laughs> to open the door, you know, you have right. to welcome them in and uh, and start allowing him to come to work in your life. And, and then you begin to see like, okay, God, I was kind of worried about that. And then, you know, you came through. And so another situation comes along. You're like, okay, I worried about that. And, and then you're like, maybe I shouldn't worry as much. Like right. it keeps yeah. to see that it's kind of working out, you know, like mm-hmm. I'm losing sleep. I'm getting older. You know, it's really not affecting, it's affecting my health. Like, and you start realizing maybe I should just put it all in. Just, I'm going to trust God fully. Mm-hmm. And, uh, and I think that's the, uh, desire is is that god has a plan and i use stories like uh, moses uh joseph you know people that had a promise people that 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 god came to them specifically and said hey i need you to go do this mm-hmm. and and it wasn't easy it wasn't an easy task it didn't look it but it didn't look easy or didn't feel easy but what was amazing that there it was Moses trying to take the people to the promised land and running mm-hmm. out of water and running out of food and running out of all these things and then facing the Red Sea. 
or if it's Joseph being sold into slavery and, and being rejected by his family and being lied about, you know, it was all leading them to their purpose. It was all getting them to the right place. So, so sometimes the storm in our life is going to get us mm. to the right location and the right place. So so yeah. Instead of belling out and, and running away, I use a story <laughs> of like um, when Paul, you know, had the rope around the boat. I'm thinking, man, let's get off the boat. Like this is not, and God told him, you got to get, you got to get all the rescue boats away. You got to let them go and stay mm -hmm. on the boat. Rope. That makes no sense. There's no logic to that, but it was God's instructions. Mm -hmm. When he did it, it took him to the island that he was supposed to minister to. And it was to impact that, that island. And I think that's the, re the reality is God's got these things planned and purpose and direction and so those are the things that I write about. And uh, it's not really about my life and my journey uh, and my stories. I want it to be about people finding their own path yeah. and their own journey and celebrating, you know, what is God saying to them? And uh, it might be big or small to a lot of different people, but to to the person that God's asking to, to do it, it's big. It's mm -hmm. massive. Mm -hmm. And so understanding the importance of that. I love that. So, so the book's called Going Against the Current, right? Mm -hmm. I love that title, and I'll be sure and link it um, below the video in the in the podcast, um, so that that viewers and listeners can get it. So, well, Larry, I, I can't thank you enough for spending some time with us today. I, I'm encouraged by your story. I'm excited to read your book um, to kind of jump in and, and go through it. And uh, I know that this conversation is going to be a blessing to those who watch it and listen to it. So, thank you so much. Thanks so much for taking the time to listen to this episode. If this episode was a blessing to you, would you consider subscribing to the podcast and leaving a review? Not only does it mean the world to me personally, but it also helps us get this message out to more people. And then if this podcast or the conversation you heard today inspired you in any way to move beyond your comfort zone, I want to hear your story so that we can celebrate with you and share it on a future episode. So if you'd consider going to kevinscoggin.com forward slash help to share your move beyond story, I would be super grateful. Again, that's K-E-V-I-N-S-C-O-G-G-I-N.com forward slash help.